Welcome to the Burgundy Gold's Knucklehead Podcast. And as always, sitting right over there is my main man, Reggie. What is going on, Reggie? <laughs> What's going on, Ken? How you doing, brother? You just want to soak that up a little bit? Uh, you know, that's good, man. That's uh, it's kind of a throwback. Throwback a little bit yeah, to well, uh, it's a uh, it's a sound of winning and and things going right when you hear it during the game, you know, uh, it, <laughs> or after the game that means something went right. E- e- even in an ugly, sloppy, wet, cold game in Washington D.C. or outskirts of Washington D.C., uh, the commanders the commanders pulled out a win. We did, man. Um, and, and you're right. Whenever you hear that sound, man, good things are happening. And um, we, we heard a little bit today. Uh, we sang a little bit at the bar. And right. uh, uh, but but the sound is very fitting to how the day started with uh, what took place uh, at FedEx Field. Um, with the Sean Taylor stuff. And I and I use the yeah, we, 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 we I might the, yeah, we, I don't know what it was. Yeah, we but, might want to uh, what, what we thought it was and what it ended up being was clearly something different, right? <laughs> um, it it was it was it was a Black Friday Macy's display, you know, the the of the Sean Taylor uniform. Was it any anything more than that of? You know, you're walking down New York City and, oh, you know, the, 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 the Macy's Day Parade is over. I'm still walking by the Macy's Day display window and there's a commander's jersey or Redskins jersey if, if it's a if it's a uniform era. The whole uniform. Uniform, right. I, I say jersey, but I meant, yeah, entire uniform, helmet and all of Sean Taylor. Well, Uniform of a Redskins player just happened to be wearing a number twenty-one jersey. That that, that yes. you know, man. Listen, if you, if you if you didn't see the number or the name, you would have it could be anybody. It was almost right? like it, 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 it looked like a hey, here's what our uniform looked like before we became commanders. Exactly. Yeah. When, <laughs> when you have the history of the uniforms, that's yeah. that was one of the mannequins of the eight or yeah. ten mannequins uh, there. It is. It wasn't good, man. uh, Let me just say, I'll I'll be kind and and say it is a big letdown. It is, it is, it is. But but you know, let me get this out there. uh, And I and I know I I can start using harsher words as we get going here and pointing fingers. But Ron, uh, Jason, Dan. And everybody around those three main figureheads and, well, two figureheads and one owner, you didn't do what you should have done. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. And and I'll say this. And we talked about it a little bit during the game, a little bit before the game. And and I said, seems like most fans expected a statue of some sort. And I asked the question, did the team ever say statue? And I, I, I got on Twitter a little bit before we did this. And it seems as if the, the team mentioned a Sean Taylor memorial. 
somehow the media took that and introduced the word statue. And I think a lot of the fans took off with it as being a statue. Okay. So I think typically when we get things from the media, because they have in uh, access to the team and things. So when they put it out like that, we just assumed it was a statue. And of course we get a metal mannequin modeling Sean Taylor's uniform. So that's where I think there's the disconnect between what the team said and what we perceived it to actually be. However, even with that being the case, that the team never says statue, for it to be a memorial, it was a huge miss, in my opinion, even as a dedication as a memorial. Yes. To me, all you did was encased in a what was, appears to be a glass casing of burgundy redskins pants with a white number 21 Sean Taylor jersey and a helmet. I mean, there's not even a picture of the guy. Look, look. I mean, if you, you want, you, if you, if, yeah. if you take your kid, it should, it should have been a plaque. It should have been a picture. It should have something all encompassing. So, it, but, to your but point, let's just say yeah, this. Kid, let's finish, just say this. Yes, I don't want to interrupt you. Yes. What we saw on video is just the the mannequin with the uniform. I don't know that when you walk up to it, because you're not, not you and I are not there. That around the edges, there's not something that has some writings around the base of it that tells you a little bit about. The, the uniform and the numbers. So I don't want to say that because we're not there. But if you just walk by that thing, it just looks like a mannequin in a number 21 old school Redskins uniform. And like I said, I don't see a picture or anything. Um, if, if you took an eight-year-old kid by the stadium next week and you walk past that display, I don't know that the kid knows who that is or what that is. It's just, it's just a right. mannequin in a uniform. So again, right. I, 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 I don't know what the, what the statue came, the uh, fact that it was going to be a statue came from. And I certainly don't know if there's more around with some plaques and some stats or a little bit of history written around the base of it. I, I don't know if that's the case, but just as a display, the fact that they had it covered up <laughs> and then they dropped the veil, the, the veil and the curtain down and, to display this thing was a huge letdown in my opinion, man. And, so. and that's, and that's kind of one of the things, uh, you know, a couple of notes that I had about that is for one, uh, you know, Jason and Ron are both former players. Okay. So, so, so when, so when you split and you say you've got the, the football side and the business side, you have former NFL players that led that are the leaders on both sides of the team. And I cannot believe a leader on either side of the team can look at that memorial, uh, what, whatever you want to call it, the display, and say <laughs> that 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 honors Sean Taylor. I, I because agree. because I have gotten, uh, you know, you know, I'm into Halloween, so I have gotten PVC pipes. And created a mannequin to put something over it in my front yard to scare the kids. Okay. If if I could make that, I could make that. Right. I could make that at at a, at a PVC and put the put a jersey and a helmet on it. Um, it it is again. And this wasn't the, last notice because they they sent this twenty twenty two 
while the play on the field in 2022 has over the last seven weeks has kept a smile on her on our face everything else that the commanders have done this year has been a failure uh and and, and more of the office and anything that comes down from the office is continually a a failure and you know i i know you don't want to put it on uh jason's shoulders but jason you're the leader right you only have to answer to one person it it is it is it, just just like a, they picked the commander's name, just like they picked the thing. He's he's the one on all the videos pushing everything, and he's the one that's out there in front saying everything, saying, "Oh, here's you know we're going through this process of of coming up with the commander's name and the commander's logo and and all this stuff." And then he came out prior to it and said, "You know, oh, we're not going to be able to do the Red Wolves because this." He he kind of given a uh, throwing a, a a white flag on the Red Wolves, right? And then, so you're like, okay, they, they can't keep messing up. And they continually do. It is an, from a fan's perspective. Now, from a business perspective, he may be raking in millions. You know, him, him in the front office might be doing things like crazy because we see the stands are packed, right? You cannot fit another person in that stadium because they're doing such a good job. And there's sarcasm there, for, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't recognize it. And, and you got a simple memorial. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to say just like the logo, just like the name, just like the logo, or just like this memorial, you, me, and the three or four people sitting at our table could do a better job than what Washington has, continues to do on their decisions this year when it comes to this kind of stuff. Look, man, you know it's it's a, it's a failure. It is a failure. I, I you get no argument from me. They have missed the boat on a few things, you know, from spelling names wrong to how they've done some of the alumni stuff. So I I don't disagree. The only thing I'm going to say I disagree with is you saying that I'm giving Jason Wright a pass. Not giving Jason Wright a pass at all. But you you don't want to give him any blame. Let's put it that way. No, I'm not saying he's not without blame. I mean, he's a head guy on the the business side of uh, operations. When it comes he to spoke this. differently when we first looked at this at the bar, and I brought that, and I kind of made the same. Uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you why. I'll, I'll tell you why I'm, I'm kind of glazing over. One is, you know, we're about ten minutes into this, and we don't want to beat it to death with, with our yeah, listeners yeah, yeah. With, that they're listening, and uh, because we want to talk about the game today. But I'll, I'll just simply say, my only argument has always been is I know that Jason Wright is the guy that it starts with. What I what I've only seen I've said is I can't sit here and honestly say that it all starts and ends with him because we don't know what he's being tasked to do and what he's been given to make out. Of. We don't know what Snyder's telling him. Right. As I as I said at the bar, what was what was his budget for this memorial? Right? And, and I'm not I'm not asking for you to give me an answer. I'm just simply saying maybe he was only allowed to do so much. And that was at the direction of Snyder. When it came to the name, maybe Snyder only gave him a certain number of names to work with. Maybe maybe they didn't want to buy out certain things in order to make it red wool. I mean, so he may, maybe I'm just simply saying I understand it's quickly the point to blame at Jason Wright. We just don't know what cards Jason is being dealt with in order to play with. That, that's that's my only thing. But I, I don't disagree that they have. I don't disagree that they have failed and, and missed the boat and missed the mark and not able to hit home runs on certain things. 
100%. I'm just not quickly to pray, put, put all the blame on one guy. That's all I'm saying. Just like, just like when it comes to the league, when it comes to the league and certain decisions, everyone looks at the commission. The commissioner works for the owners, and if the owners don't want to do X, Y, Z, or they prefer to do X, Y, Z, then Roger Goodell has no choice but to do that. And yet, we all go for Roger Goodell when, in fact, he is he works for the owners. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that they have not screwed up a lot, meaning the front office. I'm just simply saying I don't want to say that it's all Jason Wright's fault. That, that that's that's the and, only part I disagree with, and, and and that's fine. But we can use that excuse on anybody within the organization, right? Do do, do we want to give yeah. give Heineke? Oh, well, they're not letting Heineke air it out. Do we want to give that for for Turner? Because because oh, well, it's not Turner's fault for his his ultra conservative play calling. Because Ron is a conservative coach, and he won't let him do that. And then, I mean, we can we can keep that ball rolling around like that. But they're but all the facts. The, at the end of at the end of the day, your job and your role is is to do your job and do your role. And and this is a Jason Wright role and issue. Now, if he if he has it it is right. He he, he should be. There's only one person that can tell Jason Wright, don't do that. Right, the one guy that everybody wants fired because he meddles in or doesn't do things the right way. So he works for the one guy that that the fan base wants fired. So again, and, and we're about to get our, we're about to get our wish on that. Well, but um, until but until then, he's not he's still the owner. So if the owner says we don't want to do all of this, or I don't want to spend X number of dollars for this. You know, at this point, how do you know Jan Snyder's not saying screw the fan base? I don't give, I don't care. But I understand. I understand. I, I understand having a budget, right? I, I, hundred percent do. Um, and I'm not saying you know that he's that they needed to spend you know a million dollars, a hundred thousand, whatever, whatever it is. But the choice that they used to spend whatever the budget was for this, uh, they laid an egg. Okay. Um, I'm not. I, I don't disagree that if you were going to. As marketing, if you're going to put this out there and, and and have people anticipate this big reveal, then man, you better come up with something big. Don't 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 portray this as this big reveal and this big big memorial that we've all been waiting for, and we're gonna do it right the next time. And then you come out with a toy with a toy figure. You you, you can't. That's the part you can't do. So you need to right. scale back the anticipation. But you guys put it out well, there, and man, this has been marinating for weeks. And, well, then, and, 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 and the anticipation and, is there, and this is and, what you give us. Then that part is on Jason. Right. But I mean, that part right. is on his department. Well, it's it's funny because um, for those that haven't seen the Sean Taylor Foundation, um, the the foundation came out with uh, T-shirts, kind of to coincide with what Washington commanders were doing to honor him they came out with uh the t-shirt and the logo and everything they did on that that was a sharp project. sharp logo yeah that was a sharp logo and a, a cool design that they did as soon as i saw it i told you i said man i said i, I know i know the outside uh um foundation did that and not and not the washington commanders because it looks good it looks sharp it looks you know, it looks, I'll say, modern uh, of what you would see 
uh, you know, somebody yeah, putting yeah, out yeah, there these days. Let me, and let me and, just and say I, I would buy, look, I would buy one of those, but there's a lot of commander's stuff, even though I've got a little bit, there's a lot of their stuff I would not buy or, or sometimes some of it I wouldn't even wear if you gave it to me. But anyway, look, we, we can move on off this. Hey, listen, I'll just say one last thing. Go ahead, man. I, I like that stuff. The Sean Taylor project, legacy project stuff they put out. But yeah, let's not absolutely. let's not let's not over hype this or what it was. It's black shirts with a helmet with Sean Taylor with a helmet where he's taped up the face mask and his name on the back. It's simple. It's, not a lot, it's simple. I understand, but there's not a lot of creativity into it though. So let's let's not let's not pretend like the people that they, that they designed and marketed this. In fact, the helmet is from a picture he wore. So all they did was just put the helmet and then put it on a black shirt and put his name on it on the back of it and selling for $115. It's, 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 it's not the effort. It's not the effort. It's the idea. And Washington marketing cannot come up with good ideas. Fair enough. That, that, that's my point. That's Fair my enough. point. Uh, I mean, they're, they're, I mean, obviously the commander's budget for anything you know, far exceeds what any, any little private foundation Absolutely. can do. Absolutely. And, so, so, so and, point, with, and with that, they, they fail. And so to your point, to this thing sometimes keeping it simple is the best way to go and they could have done some things to keep it simple and it would have been just as great for the fan base but yeah. but i'm gonna ask you a question did we did we play a game and did we win today because because right now it doesn't feel like we won a game based on this conversation um yeah hold on, hold on. Hold on. I, let, me, let me get get some music going there again uh, <laughs> you know i mean the uh I should have figured that we, out. Sorry. Did we win today? We, we we did win. Uh Reg, you know, despite what uh, you were you were saying during the game, you were you were doubting Thomas, as they like to say, a uh, yeah, negative right. Nancy during yes. the game. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to run from it. And 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 everybody that watched the game uh to to my comments about about Reggie about Reggie's comments during the game, it was an ugly game. It was ugly weather. It was, um, you know, I mean, there were mistakes, but it was just like, I don't know. It it was kind of a, if if you're describing it to somebody, it's just a tough game to describe of what the problems were. I mean, yes, we can point out things and and we'll get into a few of those things, but it was just like an an ugly game that I, I didn't want to watch. And I definitely wouldn't want to be there in the stands in the cold rain watching that ugly mess. But at the end of the game, Washington Washington came out with a W. So you you kind of smirk and shake your head and go, hey, at man, least we got listen, it, right? Listen, man. Um, go ahead, go ahead, negative Nancy. Go ahead. You know, you know man. Listen, <laughs> and listen, I'm gonna own it because I know some people gonna listen to this and be like, sometimes you just got to take the W because they hard to come by, and I get it, man. And but. I'm gonna use my guy Mike Tomlin again. The standard is the standard. So we just we just happy winning these kind of ugly games, kind of sort of the ball bounce our way, and all of a sudden we start stacking the wins because we got these lucky bounces week after week, and then we get in the playoff with some of these good teams, and 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 then the luck runs out, and we're sitting here and man, and we be one and done. We're one and done into the playoffs, and then we ask ourselves because we've had this conversation before. All of a sudden, now we're picking 20. Because once you make the playoff, you start picking in the 20-plus range. 
right? right. So we go, we go to playoff, and now we automatically fall back to 2021, 20, 22, picking in the draft, and we stay in this mediocre range. We're not, we're not bad enough to be in the top 10 to get a um, franchise change, changing player, but we're always picking in the back of the, the mid to the back of the draft because we do just enough to get out of the top half of the draft. And so we're always fighting to get somebody. And then when we do need to go trade up and get that guy, you trade away half of your future picks because in order to move up. And it's like, we, we wonder why we're always sitting to this purgatory because we make right. this one run and this one run typically because of these types of games, right? The ball bounces just right. And, and it'd be different if we had one or two of these games, but you, you can look at the, the, what the last five and one or whatever it is that Taylor's been starting probably half of those games. This is the type of stuff that happened. And it's and again, if it happened one time or two, you're like, oh my God. So I'm so glad we got that lucky bounce. But man, we can't think that we're gonna be a playoff caliber team, but we're playing this type of football. You can't sustain it. Good good teams don't don't do this. You might you might get a game, the good teams might play bad one day and it go their way, right. but they don't consistently week in and week out have to have these lucky breaks in order to win. It, it just doesn't happen. And so for right. me, the expectation is higher. So therefore, when we win like this, it feels if it, it just feels ugly. It feels like an ugly, nasty. I'm glad we won because because let me tell you, 75 looks a whole lot better than 66. Right? Without a doubt. Without and, it a puts doubt. Us in a, and it puts us in a driving seat for the wild card, which I'm thankful for. But but what are we going to do with it? We're going to keep playing these. Oh, we hope the ball bounce or we we hope we get a fumble and all. I mean, it's like. It's like this this type of wins, man. This is this is for the birds, man. I, I you know, I'm trying to keep it clean here, but this right, right. This, no, I, I, I don't this I mean, I I agree with a lot that you that you say. Um I, I brought it up at the at the bar that you know when you and I did the uh pregame evaluation of this, um I expected, you know, I expected us to throw the ball more, to air it out a little bit more. And Granted, all of a sudden the rain came in, and so some of the game plan that that Turner was putting together on Monday, Tuesday, very well could have changed come Thursday, Friday when they see the sure. forecast of, of, of full rain. Sure. Um, and but but with that being said, um, at the end of the game, and I think this is kind of where it plays into it. Uh, some of the things that you're saying, I, I know we're we're limited at quarterback. Right. We're limited at what we're going to do and what not only what Taylor can do, but what the coaching staff feels comfortable with letting him do. Um, and when you when you go to the, the end of the towards the end of the game is the fourth quarter, I'm going to say seven or eight minutes left in the game. Um, Washington had I think it just kicked a field goal. They punted the ball or the. Uh, Atlanta got the ball and they were three and out. They had a a, a negative, uh, I think it was a negative run or Atlanta negative pass. Atlanta was three and out, or we were three and out. They were, they they were they were three and out, right? It was it was a a negative run or a negative pass, uh, short pass or, or run that was lost like two yards. Then they sacked Mariota for eight or nine yards. It was third and I'm just making a number up, third and eighteen, and they threw a sh- I say a short pass. They picked up. 12 or 14 yards and they ended up punting to us and at the time i said man i said if we pick up a first couple first downs 
um, and potentially score at any at any point there. We're up by six. If we score with a field goal or touchdown, that should be game. So we get the ball back. There was roughly seven minutes at that point when we get the ball back. And when we got the ball back, I said, I said, no, I said, we're going to, I said, I can tell you what we're going to do. I said, we're going to run. We're going to run. And if we don't have the first down, we're going to short pass it. And sure enough, it was, it was like, it was like, uh, you know, we always talk, we always joke that Turner must've been listening to us because he must've been listening to us. It it was a run for, they lost a yard or two, a run gained a yard or two. And I was like, look, I said, they're going to throw a five to seven yard pass and count on the running back or receiver to pick up the next five, the last five yards. And uh, Gibson slipped. And it was exactly that. We, we were three and out. And I, I understand there's still a lot of time on the play, but, but you need to, you were in a position to take them out of the game, to take truly control of the game. And, I understand it's raining and I understand, you know, you don't want to have a turnover in that situation, but you had the ball almost at midfield. We started the ball at our 40 yard line and they just, uh, again, Turner should have, he should have passed on first down, even if it was a short pass, right? Give, give me that five or seven yard pass on first down. And now it gives me that much more flexibility on second and third down because they are expecting you to run it and try and grind the game out. Um, I, I just sometimes the strategy that, that that Turner and the staff put together, especially at the end of the game, it's like, oh, we're just going we're just gonna hold on and 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 hope we win. Right? We're man, yeah, that, that defense that defense can't make a mistake. You know, we we know that they're good, but man, if we, please don't make a mistake, defense. Don't don't uh, give up a big play, and and maybe we'll come out and and win this game. And the knuckleheads will play "Hail to the Redskins" music as, as they start their podcast. You know, um, it, it's 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 a mindset that is frustrating as a fan. You know, we've seen we've seen it a couple of times. Whenever we get a lead, uh, Scott Turner's game plan seems to be let's protect the lead instead of let's just closing this game out. So to your point, there were toward the end of the game with us winning by six, we had two opportunities to get some points on the board, even at a field goal, knowing that Atlanta was not going to throw themselves back into this game. And what Scott Turner decides to do is to get very conservative for whatever the reasons were from a Mm -hmm. fan looking. He got very conservative and hoping to make the first down. If you make the first down, we're not having this conversation. But both times it was a three and out. We kicked the ball off, and, and Atlanta had an opportunity on both occasions to march down the field. And lucky for us, you know, especially at the end of the game, Payne makes a hell of a play, man, because if, if it wasn't for him tipping that ball, I think uh, I think the receiver was wide open. I think Cordero Patterson was wide open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, 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 he was – well, he was open enough that all he had to do is take a, a step and a half uh, as big yeah. as he is. And, and and he was going to be in the end zone. So yes. So uh, so again, it's one of those situations where we played to protect the lead and have put our defense out there to hold to hold them. And keep in mind, Atlanta was the number two rushing team in the in the NFL coming into this game, and that didn't change. On that didn't change. Our defense, man, as good as our defense is, and we talked about it on our pre pre uh, show um, podcast about leading to this game. Is our defense is going to have to bring it? 
because it was mano a mano. Our our rush defense against their their run offense, and I will say advantage Atlanta. Look, looking back at the game, advantage Atlanta because they ran the ball twenty nine times, one hundred sixty seven yards, a five five point eight yard average, which is right on par right. with what they've been doing all year long. And listen, our defense did did a good enough job. We, right. we did a good enough job because, again, our defense hasn't allowed, I don't think, anyone to score 20 points, I think, other than maybe – don't quote me on this – maybe the the Green Bay game, maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what the Eagles game – Eagles final score was. But, but they're not giving up over 20 points um, right. during this win streak. So the defense is playing good enough. And, and again, so they go out and get this game and they did the best they could to try to contain the Atlanta offense. And, and, and I know they did because again, I got Cordero Patterson on my fantasy teams. We talked about, and listen, my real team comes first and Cordero Patterson didn't go off. In fact, I think he only had 52 yards rushing as a team. Well, they, they had, had, yeah, they had, they had a, I mean, they kind of had a three headed monster. Right, because they had uh, him with eleven carries, the other running back with eleven, and then Mariota had six or seven carries, all, all of them with about fifty yards, roughly fifty mm-hmm. yards each. So each. as a as a group, they they ran the ball very well. Uh, Absolutely, I mean, collectively they did very well. Yeah. But 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 again, Cordero Patterson has been the the uh, the engine behind their run game, and he didn't do much at all today. But collectively as a team, they did what they were supposed to do, exactly what we did against Philly. It was it was collective effort. Right. But my point being is our defense did enough. They 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 bend, but they didn't break. And yet our offense goes out there and we get very conservative. I I I don't know. I I, man, I just don't understand Scott Turner and his philosophy. Like, I don't know, you know, you could say our identity is to run the ball first and pass. Everybody knows that. And every now and then, Scott, maybe maybe switch it up, brother. Right? You think we're going to run on first down? Oh, we got you. We're going to do a screen pass. Oh, we well, got you. The, you know on what? The, on, the first series, on our first series, uh, we threw the ball some. We got to, um, to Terry a couple times, and we, we were throwing the ball some. I, I was a little surprised early on. that we were, I'm like, you were successful with it. Why aren't you keeping this going? Again, I don't need – Look, I, Taylor was 14 for 23 for 138 yards. Clearly, it was a lot of short passes, right? He didn't even he didn't even try to go downfield more than I don't know if he threw a pass that in the air that was more than 10 or 12 yards and, all and maybe game. That's, and maybe that's where the weather played a factor. I, I don't know. Maybe I, you know. But I but but my point would be I I understand that and I'm not asking for Taylor to throw 40 45 times, but at, at 23 passes I would have liked to have seen him throw seven or eight more times, and and have some flexibility on on even on the crossing routes. I mean they were open. The tight end was open a couple times. Um, you know, uh, B Rob for the for the for the touchdown. You know, nice little flare pass. That you know, I think I talked last week about how we well did. he caught the ball out of out of the backfield, and, and why don't we use that more? And these things work when we use them. Yep. I don't understand why we're not using them 
more. I, again, I'm not trying to get away from the running game. I'm trying to mix things up, stay balanced, and have the defense cover everything. I want the safeties to stay back. I don't want the safeties tackling my running backs. You know, I, I not not within the first five yards. If they're tackling them at, at 10 and 12 yards, I'm fine with that. That's because that means we kept them back. I, I don't um, disagree. I, I don't disagree, man. And, Listen. And I, I, to your point, I don't understand sometimes what – I don't, I don't know what his philosophy is when it comes to game planning. I, I you know, we talk about how um, on, on, on you and I sit around or fans at the bar, we sit around, we talk about what we do as an offense, right? We don't watch the film. We just watch the games, right? But NFL defensive coordinators and staff get paid to, to watch film and dissect it. And if we can see it, you got to know the other teams are looking at it and knowing what our philosophy is. So you know what? Every now and then, Scott, mix it up. You know what you can do, man? You, you can line up like a run play and then let Taylor check into a pass play. You can check into it. You can be in a pass play. And you know what? You have, a, you have an alternate on the play where instead of it looks like a pass, but it's going to be a run, a delay, a something. Man, just do something a little bit different to where – Teams can't look at it and go, you know what? We saw this on the tape in practice. They're getting I mean, ready to I, run I, here, I, and we run it. We're looking like they're yeah. getting ready to pass here, and we pass it. And it's like I, I, there's no creativity from the guy. And I well, said again, point, I want yeah. him to go, man. I'm, I'm just, I'm just sick of him. To your, to your point, you know, as we're watching the games, we're not, we're not surprised with the play that's being called, right? When, when it's third and eight. We know typically we're going to throw a six-yard pass. You know, right. um, on, on first underneath. down, we're going to run more than others. And if I, as a fan, can watch it and I am not, and everything is predictable, semi-predictable, then you know the teams that have watched the film for hours and hours. Uh, they have scouts that do nothing but watch the film, and then they give their feedback to to the team and the coaches and the players of here when you watch film watch these tendencies and these habits because Washington has the tendencies and habits and again that last series that Washington had when they were three and out uh run run short pass again I I, I can we it ought to just be a you know how they hold cards up sometimes on the sidelines in high school to, to do the plays I can hold the play up you know Run, run in the middle, run maybe just outside, and do a short pass. If we pick up the first down, it's great. Nobody complains. But it's just predictable that that is exactly what we're going to do. Um, Atlanta was the 32nd ranked run defense. They were, looking at it here, uh, passing, they were 22nd. They they, uh, they, but, but they, what, what? they they essentially contained our passing and a Russian offense. I mean, well, hang on, hang on. As, as Ron yeah. liked to say, we what we didn't do, Ken, is we got behind the chain. We didn't get in front of the chains this week. That's what Ron likes to say. Right, right. Right. You get in front of the chains, you get a lot of second and third and shorts. Right. That's not what happened today. We wasn't heavily penalized, but the the rushing attempt today by our guys was enough but we didn't get in front of the change like we normally do there was a lot of second third and longs and that, that and to me that was a difference in our offense because when we get in front of the chain it seems like there's a lot we can do 
There's a lot. Well, I should say seems like Scott Turner seems to open the playbook a little bit more when he when when we're in a short third and short. But man, if we get in a third and five and long, it's like he doesn't want to go downfield or he's going to run that ball and hope to get get it on third down. But it's like the right. playbook shrinks whether he doesn't trust Taylor Heineke or whatever the case may be. But if we get in third and long, you you better believe Scott Turner is going to be very predictable in his, in his play calling. And today was one of those days where we ran the ball enough, but it wasn't a great, great running game. I mean, I got the, I got the stats here. We were 37 of 176 yards. We, we, were t- we had 10 more rushing yards than Atlanta, but we rushed the ball 10 more times than they did. So we rushed 30, almost 40 attempts for 176 yards, 37 to be exact. So we it ain't we, so it wasn't great running the ball. We did just enough because Taylor had 138 yards passing. So we did just enough, just enough running game. But as opposed to, I'm going to go back to the Philly game, you can look at that game and tell our running game was dominating that game. You can't say that today. You can't right. say that today. So – so again, when we didn't get in front of the chains, we had a lot of third and long. It was almost like, let's get what we can get out of this third down. Let's play field position. Let's punt it and force them to drive the field. And we'll, yeah. just, we'll, I, I, let, we'll I, just play keep away. That, that seems to be the game plan. Yeah. I will say from, from the running back perspective, uh, you know, B-Rob B- was 18 for 105. Um and, and, and I like Gibson, and and I like you know B Rob. Of of course, I like his his running style. But you could see, especially in the second half, um, the difference between a a running back who's always played running back and a wide receiver who's been converted. Because because B Rob, man, he again he does not leave yards on the field. He fights. He twists. He turns. He gets those extra yards where you think he's three yards stopped, and they stop him. But he's, he's not down, he's and next grinding. thing you know, he he does a little bit of a. It's not a it's not a turn like a fancy like a like a Dion uh, like I'm Dion like a, a Sanders uh, turn and, and shaking somebody. He just kind of turns to kind of pull away from somebody and drives for another two or three yards to pick up the first down. Um, he hits the holes hard. He runs hard, and yeah, he's. I I, I wish he wouldn't have had uh, the. Of course, he didn't have a, a decision in it, but I, I wish he wouldn't have uh, had the accident or, or been shot earlier in the year because uh, he he would be he'd be grinding this time of year, and he's getting into a rhythm uh, at this point after a handful of games. And the kid is good, man. The kid's going to be a he's, good running back for us for an extended. He's good, of time. man. He, he's he's he grinds. He gets the tough yardage. And uh, he's that guy that just consistently just get get yards for us. Uh, he's not that home run threat. Uh, he's probably not going to run away from a lot of people, but he's going to grind out the game. And ironically, this fits the style of offense that uh, conservative coach like Ron Rivera likes to do. And that's yeah. just grind and play, grind, run the ball and play good defense. Um, I, I like him. I like him. And, I, I, and he's good for our team. And he's certainly good for what we do. Uh, and that's specifically for what, we do. You get him right. on the you get him on the field with some guys like some coaches like um, Andy Reid and and probably like a Sean McVay. They're probably not using a guy like like Brian Robinson. Brian I, think Robinson. They, I think they I think they use him. I, I think they use the skills that he has as well as his 
receiving skills. Because, like Perhaps. I said, Perhaps. he was in, in the in the preseason. I understand it's preseason. All right, uh, all, all you people that want to start Sam Howell, it, it was still preseason, but he caught a lot of balls very fluid out of the backfield. Um, he, he he didn't have have you know hands of stone and and awkwardness to him. He was very fluid with it, and I, I still would like ball. to see him more. Yeah, he, 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 he wasn't, wasn't fighting, fighting the ball, the ball. And, and awkward and yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I would like to see him used more because yeah. again, I don't want to use him on third and long, but you know, it's first down and you know, f- fake the pass to him, let him roll out and have him be a check down for, for Heineke to, to hit and let him run, man. Um, but anyway, yeah, yeah. I, you know, man, and, and again, I'm, I'm going to say I'm happy that we got the win. Okay, and I know y'all's gonna give me a hard time because I wasn't just over overjoyed that we won that game. Um, we were a couple decisions away from losing that game with the way Scott Turner and those guys called the game. Um, Atlanta drove down the field and they had every opportunity to win this game, man. Um, a hell of a play by by Deron Payne. At the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. Is you know you you want those guys making plays. They came through. But man, it was not. And the diving, inter- diving interception also uh, was a. Uh, hit, to your point that you mentioned during the game, you know, all of his momentum was going one way, and he dove back. Fuller and Fuller Fuller, Fuller uh, right. that that made a hell of a play as the he ball did. was batted to make he, that. So he did. Um, man. I, and I have said before in in not not just this year but previous years that you need difference makers on the team, and at least the last six or seven games, eight games, uh, pain has become a difference maker. Yes. And you know, he, he's getting paid, whether it's from Washington or another team, he with plays like that. And the way he's been playing, like I said, the last five, six, seven weeks, um, he, he's, he's earning a paycheck and you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it benefits the commanders right now so oh it does it does man so so i and so what i was getting at basically was just simply being i'm i'm, ex, I'm happy that we got the win man but my mm-hmm. I, i've raised the bar we, we can't just squeak by right. and get these wins man and 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 i know you want to stack them up and they all count the same but they but they got to look they got to look a little different our wins got to start looking different um right. you go back to you know the chicago game we were a um, St. Juice, hell of a tackle at the goal line, last play of the game from losing that game, right? You right, take that right. indie game. We're we're, we're a ta- uh, Taylor throwing it up to um, um, uh, Terry, and Terry wanting the ball more than than Stephon Gilmore getting right. the ball at the one yard line, and we putting it in to win that game 17 16 i mean so that's again one play away from losing a second game right the vikings game we know what happened there taylor throws the interception Ridgeway makes the bonehead play on, on the on the uh kicking the uh field goal and that gives them the first and goal and they go on and we lose we lose that game right and then here we are today right we're, we're an interception a, a uh, tip ball and an interception away from losing the game so although i'm excited that we've put these wins together we were we were we were easily a play away from it going the other way right and so so i'm not trying to sit here and say that i'm not happy about the win it's just we got to stop winning this way if we think that we're going to be the team that we all want to be 
Right. You got to put quality yeah. wins together. You got to be able to win these games and not right. just she, win the game. She, you got to go and win the game. Right. I, I agree with everything that you're saying on that. The only caveat, I mean, how we beat Houston last week, um, Washington needs to have some wins like that where you're getting into the fourth quarter and you've got control of the game, or at least the back yes. half of the fourth quarter. And yes. Washington is not doing that. You're not going to do that every week. Uh, but I will say that good teams and playoff teams find a way of winning ugly games, which Washington is doing, but that can't be every single game. That's to my your, point. Back that's to your point. point. Back to your point, right? You, If you got a game here and there that you're winning like that, that's fine. You're you're happy about it. But that cannot be week in, week out, because it will catch up with you in the long run. Um, but, you know, ne next week we, uh, we, we, we play the Giants. We'll put out a preview of that. Um, hopefully we'll have Chase Young back. Um, hopefully a couple of the people that were injured – Oh, and or sick there's people that's sick i think actually chase ended up being sick as opposed to injured uh for at game time or as of yesterday and today so hopefully some of those people will be back and you're gonna have to be ready because it's really from this point on the rest of the year it's, it's basically playoff, playoff. it's playoff football it's playoff right? football for us absolutely yeah, absolutely and, and it is for the giants that we play back to back uh, back to back weeks with a buy in between. It's going to be like that for, for the 49ers. 49ers, and it's going to be like that for the Cowboys. Yep. So, you know, and, every every and, game every game is going to count, man. Every game is going right. to count. We 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 going to have to bring it. We're going to have to bring it, and so uh, that's so, and that's why I was kind of looking at today's Scott, game. Scott Turner, you better you better open up the playbook a little bit against these teams because. All these teams that we just mentioned can score some points. They can. Right? I, I mean, and, and they play good score, defense. And if we only score 19 points, 20 points for the next five weeks, we might not be. We're not, not, we might lose those games. Can't have lost you, buddy. Two games. You froze, you, froze, the, you, you froze up, man. You froze up. It wasn't me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, for people watching, it might not have frozen at all. But um, well, you got to go back and say what you said. You got to go back and repeat okay, what you said. If we only if we only score nineteen or twenty points over the next five weeks, we're probably only going to win maybe two games, maybe a third game. Um, there's going to be a couple games that we're just going to be out of it because we're not scoring enough. Again, I don't not saying we need to score thirty. Uh, put us in the 24 to 27 as far as scoring and, and we stand a chance on on all these games yeah because uh, every, every one of those teams that you made between the, the giants the cowboys the 49ers all have great defenses and the only only one i didn't mention was cleveland because i don't know what kind of defense they have um i've not watched them but between the 49ers the giants twice and the, the, the cowboys all good defenses so you're well, gonna have to be you're gonna have to be able to score some points. And oh, by the way, those teams have the ability to score points. We know what the 49 offense can look like. Yep. The, the Cowboys can be up and down. They they can be anemic, and then one week they can put up 40, right? And then the Giants, the Giants, some way somehow, <laughs> they, they they're winning. So we can't we can't 
come into these games over the next five weeks, man, pl playing like this. We can't, we can't do this. And so that's why I had a little bit of the frustration with the win. I was glad we got it, but because again, a win keeps us in the driving seat, but um, come on, man. Come on, brother. Yeah. We, we, we need, we need to get a, a little bit more aggressive on offense without a doubt. Uh, again, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be a, a Kansas city wide open, crazy offense. Because uh, we don't have the quarterback for that, right? There, there'll be too many mistakes along the way for that. Uh, I, I think he could make some great plays, but he can also, you know, cost us uh, some some opportunities with that. But yep. still need to open it up uh, and, and put some more points on the board. Yep. So, oh, I agree. I agree. So, a win's a win. I'm I'm on, I'm on settle in and just accept the win for what it is, man. But come on, Taylor shouldn't even buy no shoes today. I know you're gonna go and buy them, buy them damn Jordans, but come on, man. Yeah, yeah, 138 yeah. yards passing. Man, come on, man. They they get that in a, in a, in a one quarter sometimes. Some quarterback, right. certainly by halftime. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, we got the win. I, I don't want to go back and visit that. So we'll we'll be back. I guess I guess uh, later this week with the preview for the uh, the first of two against the Giants. Uh, this will yep. be very interesting, but. Um, yeah. We may so look, we may look. just record one and play it twice uh, for back to back weeks, you know. Uh, but, uh, we'll we'll see how the first one goes, and uh, you know we we may just run it back and do a little editing for the dates and names, and you know home no, and away. Man, we, won't, we won't do I'm that, man. Kidding. I'm just kidding. We want people think we short We won't shortchange you, y'all. No, but no. um. But yep. Anyway, so that's what we got. Let us know what your thoughts are on the game. Um, you know, hit us up. You know, you guys are following us on Twitter and, and of course, you know, listen to us on YouTube here. So give us your thoughts on the game, man, against Atlanta. Uh, we, we squeaked out the win. Um, seven, was it 19-13? Yep. And 7-5, uh, and we're moving on to New York. As, as yeah. Belichick like to say, we're on to New York. So. Hey, a, a, win, a win is a win sometimes, and this is one of those days on a nasty day. So until next time, peace out. Peace out, y'all. Peace out.